Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC with your guys, Spooky Mark Williams, Scary Danny Gazzett, and Creepy Chris Alley. We're doing a Halloween edition this week with our Scary Elevens. Because we're so late in the week, we're going to do a preview of next week's Premier League fixtures. We've got All Talk, All Sports, regular games and segments, and anything else we can get up to. Let's go! Treat boys, <laughs> is, this, is this a trick? Have you got much? Uh, did you get much candy this week, uh, Mark? Candy, no. I've had, I've had a few people knock today already. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had a, a three-year-old run into my house as I opened the door. Oh, jeez, <laughs> that is not good. That is yeah. not good. We have a we have a whole box of uh, sweets and chocolate by the door. Not one person turned up. No. Do you know what we used I to? Think... We used to buy them and then people wouldn't turn up. Then we stopped buying them. And people, people would turn, turn up. up. I know it's typical. And now it? it's maybe it's just a, a secular like, or circular. Excuse me. Well, I think they said a few years ago that only knock at houses that had Halloween decorations yeah. or a pumpkin. So some people do take that seriously because yeah. I, as I left, I saw quite a few on my roads. They obviously just we avoiding your like, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, not the Williams household. We yeah. don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so we are close to the weekend's fixtures. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a preview of the games this week. Um, I guess how we're going to talk about it is we've made a few categories here and we're just going to talk about what teams fit within that category. All right, we've okay. talked about it beforehand and tried to make sense of it. So if you didn't uh, make sense of it now, you will do in a bit. Does that mean we're not going to talk about the only good performance of May United the entire season so far against Everton? Um, no. That's fine. Okay, just No. We've so talked puppies. about Man United a lot, so I don't <laughs> think we need to. Okay. Uh, and I'm sick of talking and or hearing about uh, Pogba's penalty kick walk-up. All right? All right. So, the first one this week is the Are They Really Good Game, Mark? Which fixture this week is going to fit into that category? Who, uh, who uh, is it really good or not good? <laughs> what, the fixtures? Really? Quite an ambiguous well, question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fit in how you want it. Well, the, fixture, the standout fixture is obviously the one in uh, just happening down the road, Arsenal v Liverpool. Yes, I'm going to that game. So, good luck. We, we'll see. Uh, again, it, I didn't watch Arsenal the whole game, but again, it seemed like they had a bad first half came alive in the second half seems to be that way so it does so, seem to be that way is it, is it subs that's changing it is that what's happening or is it just that they're turning up after they're getting a rollicking at half time and then playing the rollicking might play a part because I saw some clips of uh, Emery and he's not he's not messing about with the players he's mental on the touchline have you seen him he's absolutely Lacazette because Lacazette gave the pass the ball back which led to the penalty no. And he grabs grabs him by the side of the head and screams at him. <laughs> yeah, just like, so then that just, might be what it is, maybe. They're getting a roll well, kick at half time. Yeah, I tend to think that if teams that do better in the second half, it, it is down to sort of good management. Arsenal, Arsenal, for the longest time, didn't have that resilience because you'd imagine Arsene Wenger was, was telling them that the players were doing okay and not telling them the right well, things. Keown even said that. All, you say it all the time, didn't he? Wenger would never shout, he would never raise his voice, he would always be calm and collected. And yeah. If you're a winning team, that's great. Yeah. Since you're losing, what do you do yeah. about that? So. But then, um, yes, I'll agree to a point, but when it's however many games in a row now, 
consistently poor in the first half. Yeah, it, it, there's a, a pattern emerging. The, the thing, so, go on. I was yeah. just going to say, so it'd be interesting if they do that against Liverpool. They might, they might be out of it by half time. Yeah, that's the problem with them. But I don't think Liverpool are that prolific. I know they, they. I feel like they're steadily going along. I don't know if they're the Liverpool of last year where it felt like they their were. Their front three have scored eighteen goals, and everyone's talking about they're having the worst season of their life. No, that's I don't crazy. know. I think because they set such high expectations yeah. last season in terms of the way that they were scoring goals. I don't, and maybe because Salah isn't doing as well. It just. Maybe maybe the the stats are different to the eye test, but it doesn't seem yeah. to me that they're as prolific. They eight goals in their last two games. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, see, I mean, the last game does help, but but that's all, that's all I'm saying. Uh, but um, well, the thing for me with that game where Chris, I'd be very worried for you going. You watch Arsenal's defense this season. Oh, yeah. Mustafi and to be fair to Holding, he's trying, but it's probably not good enough. I actually, well, if you if you play Xhaka right back again. Or it all Lichtenstein, because I think Bellerin's injured, isn't he? It's left back, isn't it? Well, and Bellerin's now got a muscle injury or something. So yeah. you imagine Salah and Mane and having to field there. Uh, I don't think like Bellerin is. Uh, Bellerin being out could <laughs> could be a good. Thing. No, but you need pace. <laughs> At least he's got pace. No, no. What is Shaka and Lichtenstein going to do? No, uh, Bellerin's actually been probably the weakest player in our starting eleven week in week out. Lichtenstein is actually pretty good to be he's honest. So he's slow, no, but yeah, but he's solid. He's like he's almost like a lesser Monreal on the right hand side. I'd prefer to have him because at least is a bit more educated in terms of the My, way he's playing football. I actually don't mind him and I'm happy yeah. that he can. Uh, he's our backup but at least a Bellerin who's, who's easily the weakest link in the team. My, my prediction is half time you're going to be 3-0 down and three of you back four will be on yellow cards. I hope not. That's what I think. Danny, who's, uh, who's in your uh, um, are we sure they're good game? Are we sure they're any good games? This yeah. is like the game that proves that they're actually any good. Yeah. Um, I think this is actually a really big game for West Ham because West Ham now have a run run in where they really need to start winning some games and scoring some goals. They've got Burnley at home, Burnley who are having a terrible season, and um, I think this will say a lot about whether West Ham are actually any good or not. They've pulled out a couple of um, results, notably against Chelsea and against Man United, of course, but. Can they do it against one of the smaller ones and actually win where they're meant to win? I think that would tell us a lot about West. West it's interesting because they've got Yarmolenko who's out, out for, for, six months now. for a long, long time. And he's yeah. obviously been a crucial part of their top three, which um, I called early on in this season. I don't think he'd, play, I think he'd even <laughs> played at that point. But yeah, yeah. sure, you have that. So. Uh, no. Yeah, so I think, I think West Ham is a really big game for them. That's interesting. I wouldn't have picked that because I picked the Bournemouth-Man United game. Um... I'm not sure if Man United are good this season, and I'm not. Sh- and I think for Bournemouth, this is a big, big test for them in terms of. Obviously, it's at home, but um, Man United are still formidable in terms of at least trying to score some goals against them. Um, if they have a good shine against them, if they can score some goals and get a win, are we sure they're good? Mm, we'll see. I lo- I do like this Bournemouth team. I like Brooks and Fraser and Lewis Cook. They've they've suddenly got this young spine of players that Eddie Howe's managed to get. And uh, and they look like really good players. They're you, playing really yeah. good Do you know what they remind me of? They remind me of um, like a, a lesser Arsenal over the last few years, where they play good football, play good football, but they could get smashed one oh, or yeah, two oh, games the, a season. They'll lose four or five nil a few yeah. times for sure. They get but that, that's fine. Like, as a Bournemouth fan, wouldn't you much rather that? Oh he, yeah, like much, and that's why he's been there. He's the longest-serving Premier League manager. We said at the start it's of the season. They that's gradually why. improved. They're not. They're not trying to go from. It's like a team that's saying, "Okay, we finished tenth. Let's try and finish ninth now." Yeah. Right, they're not. Then they're, they're not a team. Well, they sp- can't really afford to get that much better, can they? 
No, but you do see like teams after two or three seasons in the league suddenly panic and try and bring in yeah. thirty-three-year-old skills. How has done amazingly well. It and... If How was managing in Germany or was like somewhere else in Europe or was a big club, you'd be raving about how he's the greatest manager of all time and he's gonna get the next big club job and no one's talking about it because it's Bournemouth. I think at some time, at one point, he'll get a big job or a bigger job. He should do. If I don't know, I think Bournemouth, it's still think. too early. The reason it's too early because I think before they even got to the Premier League, he left Bournemouth to try and do better. And he didn't and do, yeah, and yeah. then he went back. But he was young, so, he was, he's had six years yeah, in the Prem to learn. And he's I still think. young for managers, particularly yeah. at this level. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Loser leaves town game. I Danny? I mean, I don't know if any of us are going to argue this, but I think the, the loser of Huddersfield-Fulham, although Fulham were, so Fulham lose to Huddersfield, Nikanovic is gone, which is a shame because he spent 100 million quid on a brand new team, but one of those teams has got to go down. But that, I think they need to be getting blamed for that, because <coughs> I went to Fulham Bournemouth this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, how was that? Yeah. But, like, What's but, the atmosphere of the fans at the moment? Particularly losing to oh, Bournemouth. The Bournemouth away fans are quality. They're just... Yeah. Like, the, the bit I was half in... half the town. Yeah, so the... Like, I was in a box, but the box was just... Fancy. Oh, fancy. Yeah, yeah. You know, the press box. <laughs> so, no, but we Especially were... Especially for this pod, yeah. We were above the away fans, and it... Fulham's never really had a great atmosphere. Like, it's a friendly club. It's a great, nice stadium. Well, they say it's for not... the foreigners, isn't it? When they come in, because it's cheap to see football, you know... Yeah, it's, it's in London. It's, it's, it's the along the river. It's a nice stadium. Everything, every, where it is is nice, but it's not that... Like, they don't really create much of an atmosphere. The away fans tend to do most of it. But I also went there last year when they were in the championship, and it was funny seeing the difference because I was with a couple of champion, uh, an Ipswich fan, a Middlesbrough fan, and um, they were saying this time last year people feared going to Fulham; they were unplayable. Mm. I went to watch Fulham Middlesbrough; yeah. it was a one-one draw, and most of the Middlesbrough fans walked out happy. I thought the game was there to be won, but they were like, "No, way to Fulham, a point's good." And then seeing Bournemouth turn up and Fulham already look beaten before the ball's kicked. And it's well, like, they've spent £100 million. However, they were unplayable a year ago. Maybe they should have had more faith. Well, now they're saying there's a lot There's a lot of stuff. It's always happened, doesn't it? As soon as teams start play, not playing well, there's a lot of stuff coming out in the press about some of the players are feeling unf- unfair because they like worked so hard to get a team up. Now they can't get a game. This, this weekend, that Bournemouth game, that was the 12th different defensive pairing that he's played in 12 games. Oh, well, centre-backs or... Uh, as in, sorry, it's in a back four oh, or back three or whatever. In terms of a, a, a back line, that's the twelfth different one in twelve games. So well, can you can't I, pick a, a team. I know. I know. Me and Mark talked about this in the past in terms of teams that have got promoted, but because um, we've always said, why don't teams just come up and just go for it and yeah. just have a good, you know, a Blackpool. good chance at yeah. Blackpool did it. But, what happened to them? Yeah, and, <laughs> no, and, and, and one. Don't look at Hold Burnley on. did it. Went down, came back. Yeah, but yeah. Their, their manager said this week that he doesn't know. There's no point in playing football if you're not going to try and score goals. But Fulham suffering for their sins for having that mindset. They just can't defend. Just yeah, yeah, hold on, defend. hold on, but hold on. Fulham aren't. I don't think Fulham are the type of club that wants to go up and be a yo-yo club. They want to be in the Premier League, surely. So yeah, the guys. I don't. I think when you change a lot of players, the things that go are the stuff the manager has most control over. So. Your set pieces, your defensive lineups, because they're the things you work on and take time. And when you you just see clubs, they have to settle in. And with someone like Fulham, once you're losing games and you haven't settled in, losing becomes a habit. So I just think I think sometimes you can just have too many, um, too many transfers 
that you try and I play think, from yeah. the start. There's, I'm not saying you shouldn't sign the players, but, but maybe what you do, you start with the eleven that finished the season, and then introduce and them. Introdu- exactly, exactly. And if you look at some of the other teams, account, that's kind of what they've done. I mean, Wolves are a great example. Wolves for the first time changed their starting eleven last week because they had to because I think Jota had a bit of a, an injury. But otherwise, they've had the same eleven that played in the playoff. Yeah. So literally almost the same team. Actually, no. So that's not true. Patricio, the keeper, but otherwise it was the same team. Um, the the only thing I would say about Fulham is I do think there are three worst teams in the league. So I know we're talking about doom and gloom now. We're only 10, 12 games into the season, but they've got a goal scorer. Actually, they've got a few goal scorers. And the thing that all we all they always say, yes, you have to be able to defend, but actually, it's the teams that can't score goals that go down. You look at Huddersfield. You look at Cardiff. And at the moment, you look at Newcastle. I can't see where the goals are coming from. Yeah, but yeah. plus minus goal wise, I mean, but it doesn't they, matter. They let in more goals than they um, than they and scored. And Mitrovic was terrible. He um, was terrible. Yeah. Like I, I think maybe uh, they found the World up. Cup and a good start of the season. We suddenly were like, they've got a goal scorer. Well, last season, last season he scored thirty goals. Yeah, I don't, but the it, longest he, streak in football in football league, isn't it? Yeah. Or, or the most goals he's, in the year. He's got, but up he was until Torisco. He scored more goals but, than anyone else in English football this year. Yeah, but he didn't. Uh, do it in the Premiership last time, no, and now suddenly it's like, is is he just going to find his level in the Championship? I don't know. I think they've got they've got Sherlock who can score goals. Got him. They've got Sessegnon. They've got um, they've got a lot of attacking players, and I think they've been found out a little bit because I, I think I'd use the word naive. I think that's what they are. They're naive. Well, they they actually you think the goal scorers they have, I think they they're probably like a Championship side where they just take too many shots outside of the goal and probably not build up enough. And they'll make they'll do some spectacular goals, but will they yeah. score enough? They also the got a red card, which doesn't yeah, help. Just right, yeah, killed it. Uh, not worth really talking about game. Uh, for me, that's the Wolves v Spurs game. Wow. The only thing worth talking about is that it's at quarter to eight, uh, which is uh, an odd one. Uh, how many games have they been that late before? The, did they introduce that last season? No, it's this season. season. I would this have season. almost put this in. Uh, are they any good? Cat? Yeah, this is Wolves. It's a perfect it's opportunity a for to Wolves, Wolves to see how they do against Spurs. Um, I don't know because I could very much see this game being nil nil. So really, yeah. Wolves had twenty eight shots on target against Cardiff. Yeah, against uh, Brighton. Still, yeah. still lost one nil though. There you go. So and Spurs, Spurs. Um, I mean, what can we really say about Spurs this season outside of do they need to sign more? Are they tired? Are they are they any good? It could be. Did it, you it could Mark? I did think about it being an are they any good game? But for me, it's not really worth talking about. Did you not hear Pochettino's uh, press conference yesterday? I don't listen to press conferences, Dan. Oh, this was an interesting one. So Pochettino, traditionally, he tends to be pretty good with the media. He d- doesn't tend to say bad things about his club, about anything. He came out and flat out said, I mean, there's a quote, you should read it. He came out flat out said, um, this is the unhappiest I've ever been. Yeah, it's the best start to a season we've ever had, but it's the unhappiest I've ever been in my five years at Tottenham. The summer was a mess. and Literally just went for it. It's the... If that was Mourinho, he was literally picking up the mic and throwing it at people. That was Pochettino's version of exploding. It wasn't like extreme, like a Mourinho, but I can't believe what he said. If you listen to it yesterday, it was unbelievable. It That's like, I'm gone, there, basically. They were playing on an NFL pitch last week. Oh, he's, pit- oh, he's pissed off about that for sure. But, but I mean, he's the, what, what, um, what goal was it where the ball was, uh, where he skied it? Was it uh, Lamella's goal? Where, oh, not goal. His shot where he skied it went, went right across the box. And the ball's just bobbling, and he's just gone right under it. And it should have been a goal, but because of this, the, the bobble, pitch, yeah. just I, but you I can't, you can't blame instance. Wembley for that though, because Tottenham shouldn't have been playing yeah. there. Yeah, yeah exactly. They were, they, exactly. If you're gonna fight and get a last minute reservation somewhere like Wembley, it's like oh, the NFL had booked their 
ages they've done this uh, years in advance yeah. Mark not actually the only really one, talking, the only one thing about that just before you do it, that game was meant to be played at Tottenham Stadium the only thing about that went, that Is NFL that game that NFL game was meant to be oh. played at Spurs' stadium. Oh, yes, yes. And Spurs would have played two days later anyway. So maybe so they actually, are to blame. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just a different stadium, same problem. Uh, but haven't, haven't Spurs... I think Spurs have done it in a way that the stadium's built to have NFL and football, so they'll be able to change the pitch. The, oh, really? Oh, maybe. I, I, I Probably. Think, I think they've think built so. it... Because they built it knowing the NFL is going to fund some of the stadium. Oh, okay. Where Wembley isn't. Wembley's a normal football stadium. Yeah. Well, they can have the baseball there as well next year. In in uh, Tottenham Stadium. Probably. It's Daniel Levy. He'll get everything he can. Yeah. We've got a year's worth of, <laughs> of delays to pay for. Seems too small. I thought Congrats to the Red Sox. They won the World Series this week. Did they? Last week. Go on. Go on, Mark. Um, I just really am not interested by Chelsea Crystal Palace. Really? I, I probably won't even check the score of it. <laughs> Why? Unless you've got Hazard in your fantasy football team. I maybe. just think it's going to be a boring Chelsea 1-0 win. Probably. Like, I don't, I don't know how you can say that. that. Chelsea just gone, come off a 4-0 win. Danny, I've Burnley. just seen you punch the air when Fabregas scored against Derby, so you're probably... <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I want Derby to beat Chelsea. What so why did you just cheer when Fabregas scored? I didn't cheer. That was the own goal. No, I was just saying I can't believe there's been three own goals in this game already. It's half time. That's what I was jumping up about. No, I want Derby to beat. I want Derby to beat Chelsea. No, but I, I just, I don't. Chelsea Palace. I'm just not excited. By Probably it. all of Sunday. To be fair, Man City against Southampton as well. Man City and Chelsea both. Yeah, if if you're gonna go on a boring game and boring because we already know. When's the last happen, time we had a real Super Sunday? I swear to God, they seem like such crap games, innit? Yeah. Uh, it, this seems bad. Well, it's because they're squeezing them all, all in on Saturday nights. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, the Arsenal Liverpool game would be a good Super Sunday, wouldn't it? Never mind. We've had good Mondays, good Saturdays. Just waiting. Uh, Danny. Yeah. Not really worth talking about game. Talk about it. <laughs> Cardiff. Any Cardiff game worth talking about? Against Leicester City. Uh, the only no. reason is because it's Leicester City and what's happened. They've but... started scoring some goals though. Who, Cardiff? Yeah. Yeah, but scoring goals against Fulham doesn't count. Huddersfield are going to go and score some goals against Fulham this season. Otherwise, Cardiff don't score goals. I, I think that's got nil-nil written all over it just because of the situation and because of Cardiff. Do you not think this would be a game that Cardiff looking to get some points out of? Um, I think they've got to look to get points out of every home game. I don't think they would. Not every home game. Not yeah, well, no, they've got to look at home six. games like, oh, we, we've got a chance at home, even against top six club. But no, I, I mean, no. no. Cardiff, right. Cardiff are down. Uh, one to watch game. Danny, back to you. Uh, I was. I'm, I'm going to go with. We've talked about it already. Bournemouth Man United. I think that's a really interesting game. The problem is, it's the early kickoff. So we all know you're going to bet on it. We all know you're going to get it wrong. <laughs> Tell us what you're betting, and we'll all do the opposite. Well, the thing is, I think Bournemouth's going to win. So should I bet Man United? But they'll lose because they should win against so you, Bournemouth. You so. think Bournemouth will win? I think so. Interesting. At home, uh, I think it will be three-one. Uh, but that's not for my results league. Fine. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, for me, I think that's going to be a great game to watch because it's a real test of this Bournemouth team. They're on a high. May United are just a lonely place yeah. at the moment. I also want to see how Martial carries on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Martial and Pogba, unfortunately for Mourinho, he doesn't want them to be Demo, but they're basically <laughs> their only hope. Who so. said it this week? Was it was it um, Carragher that said Martial without scoring goals, what else does he have? I mean, if he's a forward player, how much more do you want from a Martial? Yeah, I don't, well, well, I, I mean, know Gary, Gary Neville came out. And oh, said I just thought it was a, an odd comment. Yeah, yeah Gary Neville came out and said he's the player that confuses him the most 
what to do with probably because he's like he's clearly got talent and if but something's not working but he's you know, a pure confidence player do you know but, but do you know the thing him about him and he's amazing in terms of like athletes in sports he he he's one of them players where he like he looks the part he looks like a winger he looks big powerful strong athletic he's definitely got a shot on him but he doesn't just he doesn't produce and you see the good and bad like mm. the the goals were good but the one on one just how casually oh, he just I, missed that was bad yeah. that was bad like, he's not clinical you're right it but it's not the the clinical it's the fact that he seemed to not know what to do which and not be that bothered it just that's what he's kind of got that ozil miserable face isn't he a little, yeah. he's a little bit miserable. languid yeah it might be maybe that's it i think there's some players that are a bit languid and run around a bit funny and you kind of look at them and go you don't really look like you're making an effort what more do they want mark yeah. uh one to watch game one to watch well we sort of touched on the walls we'll be touching all of them don't we? <laughs> i think i think we have though that's um, fine yeah, because I, I saw the Wolves Tottenham is probably my one to watch. I think. Yeah. It will be interesting. I I I'm think, looking forward to that. I'm yeah. Good game. Ah. Oh, uh, I'm wrong then. Anything else are you good with that? No, I think the only fixture we haven't spoke about is Newcastle Watford. Well, which, um, that's probably not one worth talking about. Huh. Uh, my, oh, Danny, you've taken the fixtures off. Thanks for that. Oh, I'm sorry. Looking. Sorry. Mate. That's right. My one to watch this week. Let me start that again. My one to watch this week is the one I'm going to watch, which is Arsenal versus Liverpool. Um, yeah, two big sides. Uh, I reckon there should... Uh, will there be a fair amount of goals? I don't know. We've Liverpool, just talked about this. We've, we've talked about all of them, but we've had them under different categories, all so right. that's why. But they're, they're my one to watch because I'm, I'm interested in seeing how Arsenal are going to do against a big side. At home, you should think they've got the advantage, but I mean, I don't know what is home and away sometimes. Uh, especially if, if we haven't got our... I don't even know if having our regular fullbacks is that big of an issue because Bellerin's terrible. Monreal is, is I think, one of our best players. They're both out, though. They're both sure. out, so it's like, do they cancel each other out in terms of good and bad? But no, it'll be interesting. So I there's think a rumour this week. Um, yeah. I say a rumour, it's actually a fairly good rumour on most of the respectable... Um, Rumour mills. Rumour mills. Well, like <laughs> yes. a, rather, rather than the Daily Mail, it's the Guardian type She's thing. She's pregnant. Uh, no, um, Arsenal have bid eight million for Ajax's left back Tagliafico. What the hell does eight million buy you these days? This guy. So Tagliafico is Argentinian, Argentinian, and he is a great left back. Is he young? Is he old? Uh, he's young. Is and he, he on played for Argentina in the um, in the World Cup? And yes, I bought him a while back and was planning to sell him because he was doing nothing and then I heard a rumour and then all of a sudden his price shot up. I was like, why is his price shot up? And I looked and found they've offered eight million for him and Emery's said, Monreal's not signing a new contract. He doesn't want to stay. So I need a new left back. So Tagliafico could be your man. Boom. And uh, he looks good. Well, he won't be there by Saturday. So. No, he won't be there by Saturday. So <laughs> he's, not, he's not the solution. But I just thought... Uh, the last one is the Pushkas Awards game, which is the game we think is going to be the most goals in them. The most goals or the greatest goal? Both. All right. Go on, Dan. I think both greatest and most, I'm going to go for Watford to hammer Newcastle and Roberto Pereira to score a pirouetted overhead flipping kick goal because <laughs> it's the only type of goal he's not scored yet. His goals this season have been insane. Outrageous. Outrageous. I'm going to go for the most goals... Man City Southampton. Yeah, well, that's going to be one-sided. 7-0. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here's a worry how many of these top six games, top t- six teams just hammer these smaller teams and you just keep... We're, they're turning into the, the bigger like Spanish uh, and German I wouldn't leagues, say right? top six. 
weeks, I'd say the top three are hammering the All rest right, fair of the enough. Top three. Tottenham, Arsenal well, and Man United are not Arsenal hammered Fulham, 5-1. One team. But like right. Chelsea, Liverpool and City are hammering them every week. Is Liverpool hammering teams every week? Well, they, they you four, said last they week. Four, yeah, you keep bringing what just week, happened, but, but I'm just saying before that. Well, yeah, uh, I, I, literally. I, I won't bring in what happened. I bring in what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but like the past, obviously, they're gonna hammer a team. Whoever they play this weekend, oh, yeah. Yeah. the weekend that's just gone, obviously. But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm misreading it. But uh, my Pushkas Award games is going to gone down. What are you showing me? No, I was going to look back. Yeah, like Man City, Burnley, five 0 and there's like Arsenal Fulham, 5 1. Yeah. And there's no, like just thinking... Chelsea Southampton, 3 0. And it's like looking at all these. No, Liverpool. Well, yeah, but if you about. just look yeah, at the, right. goal, the goal difference. Yeah, City, City, Liverpool. City, yeah, when 20... they play a bigger team, 3 0. Like the Man City, 5 0. It's like the, the Hammer teams when there's a smaller team. I said Liverpool. Liverpool. I didn't say right, Man Liverpool City. won't beat Southampton, 3 0. Yeah. Stop changing the point of what I'm saying. My push uh game in a week is going to be the. Arsenal Liverpool game again. <laughs> goals, no goals, bias goals. At all. No. Well, to be I fair, mean, it's probably going to have the most in an goals. I, in an ideal world, I probably won't want that unless Arsenal win because I want to. I, I don't want to be put through that kind of stress at the game. But if it was goals, 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 uh, and Arsenal win, that'd be fantastic. But other than that, I would love just a comfortable two 0 win. Where's your seat? I just Where don't see that happening. Right, it's right on the halfway line. You see where that guy is on the screen right now, Dan? No, the listeners can't no, see I know this. what halfway line is. No, but where that where, there was a guy in yellow right there. That's yeah. what I just saw him. Oh, right. that's, like that's really low down as well, yeah, a few yeah. rows back. Yeah. Did you get a good view that low? Oh, uh, no, because it's directly in the sunlight at that time of day. So you have to bring sunglasses. <laughs> well, not at half five now. Yeah, no, that five. should be good, actually. Uh, the uh, the other be games dark. I've been, yeah. it's been quite light. It'll be under the lights. But um, they, they, I, I like them. They're really good seats. Cool. All right. Boom. That's our preview of the week. Did you want to talk about Man United last week or? Nah, nah, not bother. Should we do our picks of the week? That's a good idea. While we're talking about the games this weekend, we'll do our picks of the week for the uh, results league. Um, how did we do last week? How did we do? Uh, I uh, I'll get, the, I'll get the scores up, Dan. You did. Oh. And what did you pick? So I um, what did I get? I went Watford to beat Huddersfield two 0 and it was three 0 That's that close. Is annoying. That's close. Uh, Mark went for Palace Crystal Palace beat, to beat Arsenal and it was 2-2 and he went 2-1 yeah. that is if, also close if, back if VAR was in play it would have been 2-1 that was a handball <laughs> from Lacazette for and sure helping hand definitely yeah. and Chris you went for Liverpool to beat Cardiff 2-0 and it was 4-1 I was very 4-1. conservative so again a point for you and a point for me no points for Mark uh... I'm recording again Hopefully it's working. Yeah, nah. There's only one. Yeah. Why is there only one bar? There's not one bar. It's two bars. No, that's only one, but the two is there. Yeah, yeah, that when you stop it, you see both. Okay. So it looks like that. Um, so, yeah, so we were just saying, so the scores on the doors are uh, Chris is winning with six, I'm in second place with five, and Mark is bringing up the rear with three. So some low-scoring season. We might get to double digits by the end of the season. <laughs> this week I'm going for a three-pointer. Because I'm going for Everton to beat Brighton. Yeah. And I am going for 3 0. Oh. Big teams hammering. 3 0, that's interesting. Yeah, I was going to go 2 0, but I literally just changed my mind just now. Yeah. 
because you were too conservative last week. Although, uh, Glenn Murray, I feel like he's good for a goal a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? I feel like he should be called up for England. He's his... the new Ricky Lambert. No, but do you know His finishes are, are really nice, isn't it? They're like deft touches, really good finishes. I mean, I don't know. I think they're, I think that I think was they're a... nice. Do you know, do you know what I mean? The goal, the goal he scored was decent, but he was lucky. The... And that, by the way, that was their only Wasn't shot. Wasn't it like that open goal? Like, yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah but the ball came at him fast at a weird angle he wasn't ready for it he just kind of tapped it he was yes ready it was an open it. goal he was ready but, for it but uh, that was their only shot in the entire game he's, he's and he scored it and he scored it he's good for a goal and again and Wolves got 28 shots and then they won 1-0 brilliant uh, Mark Mark who are you going for I was going to wait to hear yours no no you're up too late okay I'm going f- Man City to oh, beat Southampton. Yeah. What score are you going? This is this is <laughs> where the three game, points. Yeah. This is where the three points come in. I'm gonna go five nil. Uh, I knew he was gonna go five. That's big. That's big. It's probably gonna happen though. Five nil. It'll be one nil to Southampton after five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Southampton haven't scored in five games now. They're in. They're in trouble. He's just jinxed you there, Mark. Yeah. I'm trying everything. Um. I'm annoyed because I was going to go Everton and now I feel like I should do something different. Well, I was going to go for the Monday fixture, but I thought you were going to go. Well, that, uh, do you know what? I mean, I'm going to do it because I don't think I'm going to pick Huddersfield ever again. So I'm going to I have to pick them at some fixture. point. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, at least they're at home. Fulham are just in dire straits at the moment. So I'm going to go for a Huddersfield. Are they going to score more than one goal? Well, they'll they'll keep, can they even Fulham. keep a clean sheet if Fulham will score Fulham do you know what I'm going to go for a 2-1 Huddersfield and not only will Fulham score it's going to be a Mitrovic hat-trick please <laughs> I'm going to go for 2-1 you Huddersfield. owe me Mitrovic Huddersfield against Fulham we've just talked about it and then Ikanovic neck on the line right everything you've said makes it sound like Fulham are going to win this Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got to go for Huddersfield at some point in the season, and now feels like a good time in any. Uh, yeah, cool. Done. Locked in. So, all talk, all sports. Um, this week, I want to talk about rugby. Uh, I am an avid rugby player, a rugby watcher. Uh, I try to play, I'm not very good, but you know, God loves a trier. This week is the Autumn Internationals. England's facing South Africa uh, at three o'clock kickoff. Um, I think it's a massive, massive game uh, against South Africa in particular. Uh, We're going to be playing all these uh, the Southern Hemisphere game uh, teams um, over the next month or so. Why is this big? The reason this is the World Cup next year. The World Cup's next year. We've got the Six Nations, obviously. Yeah, uh, it is Japan, Japan, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, we're facing Japan uh, next week. Uh, No, in three weeks' time. The reason this, for me, this is really important is because England obviously was on a massive run of games where they was winning. I think they lost one game in two years and then all of a sudden, under Eddie Jones, they just started losing and losing and losing and didn't do so well in the uh, in the Six, Six Nations. Nations. Yeah. Yeah. The reason this is big is because South Africa are a physical, physical side. And it, one of uh, England's better attributes was, particularly in their forwards, they were a physical side, good tacklers. Um, uh, and... A lot of the forwards that we've had over the last two years are injured or aren't in the squad. And there's a lot of new players, new guys that are coming into the team. I think it's just going to be a huge game for England. I really, We really need them to start playing well and going back to the um, their England squad that was sort of at the beginning of Eddie Jones' tenure. Uh, if we've 
got any chance of sort of doing anything in the World Cup next Did year. Did we not win the 2007 World Cup? Or what? No, we lost no. the final to South what, what Africa. What was the one we won? 2003. 2003. 2003. Did we not have the worst run-up like, in history to that World Cup? I doubt it. No, we were, we were. We, it was the only time in the history of rankings that New Zealand haven't been ranked number one because oh. England were ranked number one. Was that, yeah. was that after so the World the Cup? exact opposite. No, no. leading up oh, okay. Because I watched that World Cup because I heard England was so good. So they must have been on a good Right, run. to be fair, it was a long time ago. That was 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, so, I'm only it was, the first, it was the first <laughs> tournament I watched. I watched it because I got told England were yeah. the best. But I, I just think that it'll be, it'll be a really, really good game this weekend, hopefully. Hopefully we don't get trounced. Uh, South Africa haven't been the best side um, in recent times. But uh, I think this, te- this game's going to be won by probably the most physical team out there. Uh, and if South Africa are there, I worry for England a lot because a lot of our game over the lot. Although in the backs have been really good at scoring tries and stuff, I just think it's a big, big game for them. Is it friendly? Uh, well, internationals are exhibition then, friendlies, but they mean something. It's not for a cup, yeah. but because it's. A, I think it's because it's such a physical game. Well, the reason yeah. they they call it test games because it's test. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's not, like cricket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean much because it it's not like a cup competition. No, but, it means but it's big for us because we, need, we yeah. need to win something. And it, it's the friendlies leading up to the Six Nations. And because Ireland is starting to look unbelievable. Who's good. the one to watch for England then this weekend? The player? Yeah. For me, Dan, there's two to watch okay. uh, this weekend. And it's not any of the new players, but it's uh, some uh, older boys that are back in the squad. So Manu Tuolangi's back in the England squad. Yeah, he's, he's had a good oh. run of games for Leicester. He hasn't been injured for a while. Touch wood. Um, so he's back in the squad. And he is... Out of all of the players that we have, I mean, we've got some world-class players now, but at his best at one point, he would make it in any world 15. And he was a um, a game winner for us. Excellent game against New Zealand when they What's his us. brother's name? Tuolangi. Uh, Tuolangi, yeah, yeah. The other one. Uh, he's had, there's eight of them. Tuolangi's right. like well, the, the dynasty. Doesn't one of them play was, for Harlequins? Um, uh, no, he played for Leicester as well. Uh, I think it was. But oh, I can't I remember. His, now, it's, it, was, it wasn't Henri Tuolangi. Oh, it doesn't um, matter. But Henry. Henry, yeah. Um, but the other one to watch for me also is uh, Chris Ashton. Chris Ashton? Well, the Frog, frog Splash is back. Chris Ashton is back. Uh, Ashton Splash is back. Uh, he was playing for too long for the last few years because um, he oh, was that why he couldn't paid. play? Yeah, ah, if, you play, if you don't okay. play in England, you can't get picked for the squad. Yeah, yeah, he came that. back and he's playing for Cell, he's playing for, uh, Cell Sharks because he wants to um, make a name for himself uh, in terms of playing for the World Cup next year. Awesome. So he's come back for like that purpose. He's, like he's in the squad. I don't know if he's going to play this Saturday. He just hasn't been released from the training camp. So uh, them two, um, I'm really, really interested to see uh, what they'll do. Forwards-wise... Um, Have you ever tried frog, frog splashing celebration? I've never been that... Uh, <laughs> never been in the position to celebrate. Yeah, to celebrate. My, uh, try. my tries tend to be pick and goes, and I've only scored, I think, four or five of them. So. Fair enough. Um, Mark, would I you have a frog splash after scoring goal at football? No. Maybe not on a five-a-side pitch. I've got, yeah, <laughs> me and Mark's got too much belly for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but interesting with the rugby as well. Just quickly, uh, Christian Wade. To uh, do you know Christian Wade, Dan? No. Uh, Mark, yeah, I recognise the name. Christian Wade uh, played for Was for for I don't know, maybe like ten years now. He's been there since he was a since he was a junior. Um, oh, the NFL. He yeah, 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 yeah. He um he's only ever got one England cap and he's always been the name where they said he should get more caps. Unbelievable finisher, the best finisher we've had since uh I've forgotten his name now. <laughs> that was in two thousand and three. Robinson. Robinson. Uh, unbelievable guy. Oh, I always stuff. 
Yeah. I know my 2003 <laughs> team. <laughs> I know what game we're playing next week. <laughs> but he was, uh, he always should have got more caps. And because he's uh, very short and very small, um, he never got the caps that he should have got. But I think he should, I mean, he, he got picked to play for the Lions, but he, didn't get, he doesn't get picked to play for England. So it goes to show sort of the English mentality against size. He's gone to, he's retired from rugby union to start an NFL career, which is interesting because you have to be massive to play that game. So if size was an issue for him playing rugby union, I'm <laughs> not he's sure. He's in real trouble. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have to be taking some steroids, I think. But I don't know. know, is he quick? Because oh, what's that, that, rapid. what's that Kansas City Chief, Tyreek Hill? That guy's tiny. No, but he runs tiny. like, he runs like 100 metres in like eight seconds. Yeah, so ridiculous. Tyreek Hill is still built like a tin can. Like, he's still wired and stocky. He's, he's still tiny, rubbish. though. Yeah, yeah, he's small, but I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Good luck to him. Uh, I'm, I'm upset because uh, I like wasps, and he's not playing for them anymore. But um, good luck. Great rugby. Great. Hey, all talk, yeah. all sports. Lovely. Ooh, uh, let's go for a little bit of fun here because it's a Halloween theme. We've gone for our scary starting elevens. Um, so I'll go first. How about that? Should we just make a collective 11? Because I'll be honest, I don't think I've got 11 players. Uh, see, I have a starting 11. Oh, do you? Yeah, I yeah. really have not prepared for that. I can make it up. See, it's it's fine, a, let's it, go That's it. funny because it was your idea. I know, but I didn't really think it through. Well, how about while well, we say ours, why don't you have a quick I'll have scramble a think. together? I'll have a think. Right. So, for I've gone for a 4-3-3 in my scary 11. Right, in goal is Roy Carroll. Because boy, when he was in goal, he's very scary. I'm sure for you two, he's scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. In defence, I've gone for Julian Lescott because he looks like he came straight out of Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. That is a good shout. Actually. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. Martin Skirtle because he will break your leg. Uh, scary customer. Yeah, yeah. And he looks scary. I can just say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> free for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are the chances? Is it all of my ones? Pepe. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you've got three centre backs. Uh, yeah. I've got four centre backs because I've also gone for Martin Keown. Because uh, not only is he, was he scary as a footballer, uh, he's scary as a pundit because he's terrible. Fair enough. In midfield, I've gone for Gattuso. Well, See, this is why you should have gone first. I was going to write my down because yeah, I'm anxious. I'd already thought of him. Right, you're talking about a scary player. I mean, he was a chopper. He was a really good player. Yeah. And as a manager, I'm almost certain there's a clip of him strangling one of his own players or a referee or something. <laughs> well, what's well. the oh, sure. Tottenham guy? Joe Jordan or what? Who he had butted when <laughs> Tottenham played Milan a few yeah. years ago. My other midfielder <laughs> is Peter Beardsley because he kind of looks like um, Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> uh, and uh, my third player in midfield is Luke Chadwick. That's a scary looking guy. He looks oh, like he's got a scary Halloween. looking guy. Yeah. Was he? I think he was officially at one point the ugliest footballer on the planet. I think he got voted. Oh. How harsh is that? Imagine getting that title. I know you played for Man United, so it's yeah, all good. Yeah, but... yeah, it was a footballer. <coughs> still, still do his thing. But yeah. do you remember the, the days when Perry. a football manager like Ferguson could get someone like Luke Chadwick? to actually play well for Man United. I know, crazy. Imagine think, that. Imagine Mourinho now if he had to select Luke Chadwick. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my forwards, I've gone for Ronaldinho. Oh, okay. Not only was he, he was the, uh, you wanted some weird looking, it Golson, but he was scary to play against. Carlos Tevez. That's a good shout. Yeah. That's a good shout, yeah. 
and Frank Ribery. I mean, everyone's <laughs> gonna. I think we're all gonna have Frank yeah. Ribery. That's a good shout. He well. is frightening to look at. I mean, you've got enough money. At least fix your teeth, please. <laughs> at least. And I've got a referee refereeing this game. Have you? Per Luigi Colina. That was a scary oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're managed by Ian Dowie. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm surprised Vinnie Jones didn't make the cut. Uh, I think we knew there might have been some overlap, so with some of them I tried to pick out of. So I think that is a really good shout. Thank you. Most of them. Um, I might swap. I think Oliver Kahn was pretty scary. Well, do you got 11? I don't have an 11. But I'm just thinking about your eleven. I'm just going to sub, your <laughs> gonna sub yeah. some of yours out. Which so, is, I think so you're, not gonna, you're not going to do the homework and pick an eleven. You're just going to criticise. I'm just yeah. going to criticise yours and make it better. Straight like, on brand for Danny. Yeah. It's like write, writing a review on a book you never read. Yeah. yeah. Basically, read someone else's and just improve it. Uh, the only thing, yeah, and uh, finally, Joe Jordan was on my list on there, and uh, Terry Butcher was the other one who for just. Purely because of all the blood. Because yeah. <laughs> there was so much blood on his head that time that he has to go in. I, I, I almost put him in. Yeah. Go on, Mark. All right. So, for mine, in goal, I've got Freddy Krueger because he's uh, good with his hands <laughs> and he's uh, oh, a, Edward, ni- a nightmare Edward, for any striker. His hands would have been great. They would have to have a lot of ball boys with some balls. <laughs> Do not shoot on target, please. In a centre-back, I've got Michael Myers, because he's, he's strong, he's tall, and he seems to be able to walk as fast as anyone can run. <laughs> he's, uh, he's deceptively quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, alongside him is the, uh, is the Grim Reaper, because uh, if you ever need anyone to kill off a game, he's the guy you want. <laughs> okay, Mark's had a field day today. Yeah, and uh, as right back, I've got Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, <laughs> because no matter how many failed attempts, he keeps coming back. <laughs> so. Mark was working from home today. Yeah, you may not have noticed. Hope I've worked on this because we said it a few days ago. Yeah. So on. Uh, oh, you mean this is week's worth of work for you? Yeah. I didn't know there was that, oh, that many horror characters, but carry on. So left back, I've got the headless horseman from uh, Sleepy Hollow because he's a. Uh, Terrible in the air, <laughs> but he can get up and down the wing. <laughs> I've got uh, flying down the left wing is Dracula. So, uh, nice, yeah, nice. He's and literally got, uh, worked all day for this. This is great. Go on, Mark. Did you write him down? This is your moment. Yeah, I've even got him in position. Yeah, um, oh, he's drawn it. Great. Yeah. He's actually drawn it. He's coloured well, it. I'm missing. I'm missing someone here because I've got Jason twice. Um, so in my my centre midfield, I've got uh, the ghost face killer from Scream because he can slice open any defence. <laughs> <laughs> we've got and also. If we're up against a tough team, Jigsaw, because he can unlock. <laughs> <laughs> he can unlock any defence. I like that. Oh, that's good. I'm missing my uh, right winger. Oh, Scarecrow. He can put the fear into any defender. <laughs> and then up top, I've got uh, Frankenstein. He's not that great, but he can come alive at any point. The Emil Heskey of strikers. <laughs> and then finally, alongside him, is the werewolf. And he's got the abili- ability to turn at any moment. So, <laughs> I mean, I, have to say, I feel oh. terrible now. You put so much effort into that. And I put no effort into that. Very well done. Well done. I, thought, I thought you were going to do puns, Chris. I thought Danny was going to do literal. So I thought I'll do... 
Halloween characters. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I was. I, was, I, I didn't want to do puns. Uh, I was thinking about it, but I just went for ugly players basically. <coughs> but that doesn't really work yeah. <laughs> on radio. Please Google every name I've just said. Right, Dan, to make up for your lack of effort, let's go with your game this week. Cool. So, uh, my game this week, uh, just for some context, I tell you, how, you know, I messaged you the other day and said I've just come up with a great idea. Yeah. It was because, you know, I've been a, a bit obsessed with European football recently because of all the football index stuff. Yeah. So, I was checking out, I think Freiburg were playing someone crap in the German league and I was looking at the lineup. God, I'm bad enough on English football. Man. I couldn't. No, no, don't worry. Mate. I couldn't help but laugh, right? Because the centre backs were Robin Cock and Alexander Swallow, and I was like, <laughs> "How great is that? That that's their names." And they got me thinking, oh, how many stupid? Well, it got me just thinking, how many stupid <coughs> names of birds? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> well, what so, would you think? Well, it got me thinking. Yeah, what would you think? It got me thinking. I wonder how many football players have really stupid names, and I, I started looking it up. And there are tons of them that have really funny names. So then I thought, I know, I'm going to challenge you guys and see if you can guess if this is real or fake. Oh, I like so, that. I'm gonna, so I'm going to ask you five each. So you're up against each other. I've got group A and group B. I don't mind which, which you pick. I'll be A. Okay, that means Mark, you're B. Uh, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you the name. And you're going to tell me, is it real or is it fake? And you get a point. Forget it right, nothing for getting it wrong. And, not that you're going to, because most of them you won't know, but if you get the club they play for... Um, I'll give you 10, ten points. Ten? Ten. ten. <laughs> That's how sure I am, you're not going to get them. Uh, Alright, so you're A, are you Chris? Yeah. Cool. So the first name is Michael Gash. Michael Gash. True or false? Is it real or fake? Real or fake? Is it real fact or fiction? Or did I make him up? Uh, Michael Gash is fake. He is in fact real and he plays for Barnet Football Club. I was going to say, Barney, you've just taken it from oh, me. Oh, sorry. Well, you, you go wrong. wrong. You can't have the... No, you can't get the bonus points. can't get the bonus points. Point. Here, plus. No. Uh, Mark, over to you. Rod Fanny. Fanny is a surname. Rod Fanny. Could be, like, Filipino or Asian. Is he a real player, or did I make him up? No, you've made him up. You've seen the word gash and thought, I'll just make up a player called Fanny. He is, in fact, a real player who plays for Marseille and is now on loan at Impact Montreal in the MLS. Oh, I was going to say that to you. You would have got 20 points for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, over to you. Cheeky ass. <laughs> I've got to go for real. He is, in fact, a real player. Cheeky, spelled C-H-I-Q-U-I, ass, spelled A-R-C-E. And he is a Paraguayan, and he plays for Gremio and Palmeiras. Does he play for Gremio? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Really 11 points. <laughs> things. Uh, but you get a point for getting it right. I'll stop saying them. Um, Mark. Next one. Nobby Cock. Cock. Yep, Nobby Cock. I'm just laughing at Mark's face. Cock. Ernie Cock, is he a real player or have I made him up? Uh, I don't know because I feel like you would have said Cox if it was uh, real. I'm going to go fake. That is in fact a fake. Yeah, It's not real. <coughs> Nobby Cock, I was thinking of Nobby Solano and then everyone seems to be called Cock, all the players. So I, thought, well, I was thinking of, was it Nobby Styles? Or Nobby Styles. So, correct, you get a point for that, Mark. Are we keeping tally? So he's a fake yeah. player. Oh. So he's a fake player. He plays for no one. 
there's no, no bonus on offer there. Uh, Chris, Simeon Moist. Is he a real player or is he fake? That's a good one if it's fake, but I'm going to go real. That is, in fact, fake. Ah, uh, it's a good one. I made that one up. He does not play for anyone. Named Simon Moist. <laughs> I quite like that one as well. Simeon Moist. Uh, over to you, Mark. Number three. Andre Muff. Is that real or fake? That's real. And he plays for... Muff plays for Blackburn. Andre Muff is a real player. And he plays for Basel. Basel! Oh, I mean, very close. Oh, very close. <laughs> very close. We keep it one yeah, score. 2-1 to Mark. No. Number four. Chris. Ralph Minge. Ralph Minge is definitely a real player. And he plays for Hamburg. So, he is a real player. He, in fact, just retired and is now... Uh, he played for the German national team. He's just retired and is now the coach of Dynamo Dresden, which is a German team. So, unfortunately, I know it was slight trick question. You did get German. I, I what? Like... So, even if I got the team right, I would have not got the 10 points. Well, you could have said Dynamo Dresden, then I'd have given you it. Um, Mark, over to you, number four. Raphael Scheidt. Is that the old uh, Man United right back? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a semicolon in between the names. <laughs> Raphael Scheidt, is he a real player? Well, I made him up. Uh, real. And he plays for. I'm going to go for Cork City. He is, in fact, a real player who played for Celtic. Oh, no. And he was a Brazilian <laughs> signed from Gremio for Celtic. Uh, I'll, I'll and it's, he's, it's spelt S-C-H-E-I-D-T, pronounced shite. <laughs> uh, last, but last one, Chris. Wayne Wanklin. <laughs> is that real or is that fake? Oh, Wayne Wanklin. Didn't I go first? How was it finally? Yeah. Uh... Yeah. No, I shouldn't get the final one. Yeah, you went first, so he's going to go last. Oh, I thought you said your final one. Your final one. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, it's your oh, final one. Sorry. All oh, right. And we can't all score. 3-2 three, 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 to Mark, so you need this. Gone. Wayne Wanklin, is he real or is he not real? Ah, uh, is he going to... Wayne Wanklin. I'm going to go for <laughs> fake. Is that a song? It is, in fact, real. Oh, no. <laughs> Who did he play for? He plays your bonus points. Oh, he plays for <laughs> Salford City. He played for Reading. Oh, Wayne Wanklin. Oh, what a fantastic name. Um, so, Mark, this is just for boasts, just for the ultimate win. To go, what is it? No letting go. <laughs> <laughs> so, final one, Mark. Danger four pence. Danger four pence. Is that a real yeah, player? That's real. Or made it up? That's real. Yeah. He plays for. I'll go Portsmouth. He is in fact a real player. He's Zimbabwean and he plays for some team I can't pronounce from Zimbabwe. Give it a go. Uh, no, I didn't write it down to compare. It was like 25 letters. It was ridiculous. Oh, I can't believe that in the slightest. Uh, Danger Four Pence. Uh, he also plays for Zimbabwe, the international team. So, so I'd have given you points for that. It would have been funnier than that. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So Mark wins 4 2. 
Boom. Congratulations again. That's two games in a row, isn't That's it? That's like five games in a row. Have you not? No. Oh, Jesus. There's, there's been, been a few draws. Since records. Since records. There's been a few games where there was no winner or loser. But, uh, yeah, so I thought um, I thought it was quite a good game. Do you know what I thought of that? Because I've been looking at European games as well because of um, uh, betting. So I've, And I was thinking of a game like that as well. But I... Uh, I was, I was just going to do it straight up who did they play for, but that would have been tough. Yeah, that would have been really, really tough. 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 Uh, I started, there's some other really funny ones, so you've got to look them up. There's some hilariously named players. Right, before we get to, um, before we get to front three, back four, why don't we go for the fantasy football all talk FC side? Are you guys um, tired of losing to me yet? It I seems thought, like every week I'm just <laughs> making it too easy. This is literally a one-week streak for you right Yeah. Now. Mark, you won once last week. Chill last week, like 100 points behind me. Chill out. But, tired of Danny. It's a streak of one at the minute. Well, yeah. Streak is a streak. Yeah. And if I didn't put Wilson on a bench, I mean, there you go. Poor managerial experience. Um, how did we do? What was the actual finishing scores? Because I didn't see it on the Let's, let's skip that. Uh, so, Mark. Oh, Mark got 40 points. Oh, man. That's still not bad, though. That's above average, right? Uh, well, according to fantasy football, the average was in fact 58 for oh, the week. I was talking about over a season. Really bad score. All Talk FC beat that with 43, which is good. Um, which was down to you, Mark. Thanks for putting uh, Pogba as vice captain. So when Hazard didn't play, he became captain. It worked out well. Uh, Chris, you did well, 75 points. Did you lose four? I did, I spent four, yeah. I spent four as well. Left Watson on the bench with a massive 13 points, wasn't Watson. it? I yeah. spent four points to bring Firmino in, made him captain. Seems to be the only person on Liverpool not not to get any well, points. I spent four points on Robertson, who didn't even play. So that, that was, was good for you, because he... Uh, it wasn't good for me, because I had Bennett come in. But anyway... Um, no, you had Brooks come in yeah, as well. Hazard. Oh. He wouldn't have come in for Robertson. Anyway, so I got 81 points, so that means I get to win. Well done, Danny. Um, so I've already picked myself this week. Um, I was having a look at Everton's games. Thank God you've taken Felipe Anderson. That's who I was Felipe Anderson is gone, and I don't know if you've noticed, but Everton's next two home games, three home games, are Brighton, Cardiff, and Newcastle at home. If you're ever going to score some goals, now is going to be it. So Gilfie Sigurdsson, get in the team. You've made the cut. Done. Done. I'm disappointed in that pick, but there you go. Right. Front three, back four. To yep. finish up, best segment of the week. Uh, Daddy, you yeah. go first. Have you prepared for this I, one? Amazingly, I'm prepared. Wonderful. I have something to talk about. Um, so I'm going to start with my back four. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, we're going to have to pour one out. Because after, I think it's 26 years, the Simpsons are in my back four because... Apu. That's my back four. Is it really? Yeah. I wondered at one point this had to happen, but Apu has been dropped from The Simpsons. We've officially become a PC nation. Officially? That cannot hack any kind of joke about anything. Um, and I look forward to the day where he makes it into Family Guy. Um, so we're pouring out for Apu because... Um, They're yeah, going to be taking him out. Be taking him out of The Simpsons. Is it? Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, that was actually my back four. I wonder if which you can see on my notes. It was an option of mine as well. Yeah, which it's more the fact that they're just the plan seems to be at the minute just to take him out. Where they're so this they could if they want to write what they feel they've done wrong, they could do it in other ways. Well, do you know what I think it is because 
I mean, look, I actually really, really used to like The Simpsons, but it's been quite poor for a while. And one of those reasons is Matt Groening, one of the original writers, and a lot of people that originally wrote it, had left them a long, long time ago. And I think it's just too many executives, too many people involved, and they are looking for reasons or ways to make the show uh, improve in terms of ratings. I don't know this for a fact, I'm just guessing. And this is probably one of their ways of trying to get people to watch it more because they think people aren't watching it because yeah. of someone like Apu. Maybe. But to say that in a day and age where we've got Family Guy and South Park who are thriving, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case. But it's, 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 a, it's a sad one, it's a weird one, but it's not surprising. Yeah, so pour one out. Pour one out for, for Apu. Common sense. Apu Nahasapima Petalon. That's I can't believe you just done that. <laughs> I, don't I, don't know know that I don't know where that came from. Yeah, how rude. That is actually his name. That is his name, yeah. yeah. I can't believe it. We pronounced it. Yeah, out of nowhere. Um, my back four this week, uh, sorry, my front three this week, um, is football fans, but in particular, the Everton Supporters Trust. Ooh. And I'll tell you why. Because Please. last year, the Everton Supporters Trust set up a supporters food bank campaign and this they've launched it sort of properly this year across all of the Premier League games that go on and what they do is there's a hashtag called hunger wears no colours and what they're trying to do is get all football fans to uh, buy into it so that every single game they go to they donate a little bit and it goes to helping uh, people who are on the street or you know food banks to be able to make sure that homeless people get food because Lots of people spend a lot of silly money on crap food and beers and other stuff football and they want people just to stick a couple of quid in. And it seems to be re- doing really well. There was a big thing when Liverpool played Everton out here. Oh, this season. No, no, it was great. And they had Everton and Liverpool fans in the same thing, wearing their different shirts, taking pictures together. Uh, it was just a really nice... Sometimes football fans get a really bad rap. And it was a really nice thing to do. So I thought we should give them a big shout-out. Well done to the Everton Sports Trust and all the football fans that took part. Hey... Good for you, Everton. Mark. All right. Well, we spoke about my back four. My front three, I was just going to say, this week at... Well, it's the 31st. It's the 31st of October. I've had this front three for a while, but it would have... If we had recorded the pod, it would have been 17 years since the iPod was first released. Wow, really? Yeah. Jeez. Just throw that in to make us feel old. I remember the first time I saw that was in a 50 Cent's video, innit? Um... (laughs) What what video was it with the one with, where he was wearing in all the white? Club. No, all white. It was like the <laughs> second or third one. No, I don't. No, but it was it was it was more. It was, there was a really sexy woman in it. But candy I mean, shop. Candy shop. Yeah, candy I shop. I don't know where that came from either. And uh, yeah, like, I remember seeing that early two thousands R&B. I was like, what is that? And my older brother said, that's an iPod. That's like you play music on it. Yeah, I remember I was a bit reluctant to get my first one. So I, there was five types of iPod. Do you remember it? Well, I, I still have. The there was an uh, iPod Shuffle, yep. the original iPod. We'll call uh, that the classic. The classic. The um, iPod Mini, which I still have and still works, by the way. It's the green one. Uh, you can't in the ones three. with the videos. It was the, the, the first one with the screen. What was that one? So you got three. Yeah. What was that one? You want to guess? Come on, Danny. Which one? The one with the screen. It was one of the first ones with a colourful screen. I had that one, uh, but I can't remember. Screen. Yeah, it was the first one. It's the one that's out now. Yeah, still. iPod Plus? No iPod one touch touch, oh, touch. touch. and then there's one yeah. more that you're missing. Is it the so tiny little one? Yeah. Or we, we said shuffle. shuffle. The, the stick. The, the other one. What's the? It's tiny. It's mini. iPod square. mini. Mini. No. Oh no, I said mini. Small. Well, oh, smaller than mini. Smaller than mini, but bigger than shuffle. It's the nano. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Are they all still on sale? 
Uh, I think the touches, and I think they've re-released the classic because people like nostalgia. Uh, nostalgia is just wins, wins hands down. Which is the, have you seen the new PlayStation Mini been released? No. No. Is it like the PS One? It's like the SNES Mini and the oh really the but, <laughs> all the minis. Yeah, but it's like um, they were like here's twenty of the best games from PlayStation, but they had to leave some out because they've all remastered them on the PS Four. So yeah, nostalgia is not always a good thing. Alright, fair enough. Chris. In my back four this week are the Jacksonville Jaguars. My team. Yes. Mark's team. That was so funny. They, uh, they are a decent side. They were doing much better last year. They haven't hit the same heights this year. Uh, but they were playing uh, last weekend against, um, against the Philadelphia Eagles. But four of the Jacksonville Jaguars were arrested on Saturday night because they tried leaving a London nightclub without paying. Yeah. Just the size of the bill. And they, yeah. uh, what was it, like 50,000 £50, pounds? Which is odd because they can't be drinking before a game, surely. Was, yeah, because this was the night before the game. They must have it was bought the, that it was on the Friday night. It was yeah, Friday. Friday night. The game, the game was, the game was Saturday. It said right. they were arrested on Saturday. Well, they were arrested on Saturday night. Which was Saturday early morning. Yeah, Friday and it was a tub worth 50,000 pounds, and they were held. Overnight, um, Jaguars are owned by Shahid Khan. For those that don't know, who attempts to buy Willy, uh, Wembley for six hundred million pounds, he was going to buy them and put the Jaguars in there because they were thinking about making them a London franchise. No surprise, the Jags lost <laughs> pretty heavily. They uh, were all drunk. It's yeah, it's going out the night before. No, they're not allowed to do that. They're definitely not allowed to do that. They're going, they're they must have done it on Friday then and got arrested on Saturday. Yeah, a lot of drunk. Yeah, or, or, or Thursday. Um. In my front three this week, in my front three this week is True Love. Wow. Okay. Go on then. A woman. The budget that came out? Huh? Okay. A woman. What was you going to say? The budget came out this week. And, uh, no, no, let me get. Go. Yeah. <laughs> You've done your bit. Uh, True Love. A woman who had sex with 20 ghosts is now engaged to a spirit. That's very fitting for today's episode. <laughs> a British woman who claimed to have slept with at least 20 ghosts says she is now engaged to a poltergeist. Wow, what's um, his name? He doesn't have a name. Oh, of course not. But, um... <laughs> he doesn't have a name. Her name is uh, Amethyst Realm. She's a... Uh, Amethyst Realm? Yeah, she's like a supernaturalist type person. Um... She's gonna. They're gonna send uh, celebrate their nine-month relationship at England's Wookie Hole Caves. Uh, let me get some of this. Amazing. Does she walk down the street holding hands with him? How, how does that relationship work? Well, there was no going down on one knee. She said he doesn't have knees. <laughs> but for the first time, I heard him speak. I could actually hear his voice, and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. There's a quote here. Oh, she she met him in Australia on a work trip in February. Um, <laughs> he was on holiday, was he? <laughs> I'd not had a phantom fling for a while, and as I was away on business, <laughs> it's not her first <laughs> for a thousand years. Starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind. Then one day, while I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible energy. A new lover had arrived. Interesting. Ah, there you go. So it's uh, supernatural. Yeah. Yep. So uh, true love is is thriving, and um, good luck to amethyst. Realm, you don't sound crazy at all. <laughs> right, any other stuff, boys? No, no, I was just 
my point about the budget because it will affect you two more than it affects me. But it came out this week in the budget about uh, the cost. The cost of marriage is too high, so they've actually. It's going to affect. So, so as the two, how's that bumble going, Mark? So Chris, as the most likely to get married in the next few years out of us, there's a Sarah. Honestly, baby. <laughs> so, so in the budget they've said uh, the average wedding cost has gone up to 30 grand so they're now going to put in some law changes to make it cheaper so they've clearly not taken Weatherspoon's booking them out for weddings into account so I, I don't know how they're going to do it I think there's like licenses so now anyone with an outdoor space could hold a wedding but previously you well, what they're going to do is they're going to tax you from another end of where you get paid and then they're going to put it in this other end and then all of a sudden you're paying twice the amount Wonderful. Well, that was a nice way to end it. Yeah. So, so boys, your, your futures are looking a bit cheaper. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Yeah, and I hope you're lonely forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good luck with uh, the Arsenal-Liverpool game. Thank you. Call me when you're 3-0 down at half-time. Oh, all, your play, all your back fours are on yellow cards. Uh, England will be playing. Good luck to them. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll be here on Sunday per usual times. If not, we'll try and find another time. I like the preview show. Yeah, it's not good. bad. Yeah. We'll talk about the games on the weekend if we get a chance to watch them. And we'll have all the regular fun as per usual. Join us on Twitter at AllTalkFC, which I haven't done for weeks and weeks and weeks. You should just record a message saying join us at AllTalkFC at Gmail. I'll do it in that creepy voice I did the first one. And then just whisper it. Every pod just put that in yeah. Just whisper it. Yeah. You could do it with Halloween music. Join us at AllTalkFC on Twitter. And uh, follow us and say thank you. Bye. See ya. See you later.